Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, enliven these words. May they bring comfort to your people as we await the coming of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Such great words we hear today from the prophet Isaiah. Perhaps they're ringing in your ears or you have a tune that goes with them. Comfort, oh comfort my people. Comfort. To that I say, yes, please. What a time, what a need for comfort we have in our world today. Isaiah says, speak tenderly to Jerusalem. I say, speak tenderly to these United States and to this world we live in as we approach this new year, 2024. Isaiah continues, cry to her, her time of suffering, pain, and violence have been served. The penalty paid. Enough. Enough bad news. Enough devastation. Enough despair and violence. Enough. We've already had a double portion. Into this darkness and pain, a voice cries out, In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. In the fierce and ferocious times of our lives, in our own wilderness wanderings, we are to prepare, to get ready, to stay awake, and to watch for these comings of Christ into our lives. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Lay out a direct path. No swerving or meandering, no exits. A straight line, a direct line for Christ to come into our world. I imagine an amazing road crew, all sorts of engineers and heavy machinery clearing a path, cutting a way through the desert, that arid, dry, and dangerous land. Every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Those low times in our lives, those hard times will be brought up. And those high mountain passes, those heights so hard to attain, we're not sure if we can make it or not. Will we get there ever? Can we? They will be brought down to our level. No more struggles for us as we huff and puff to slowly make our way to the top. And where once we had to be so careful, painstakingly looking and planting each foot, now we can walk without thought on even, level, smooth ground. The rough spots leveled, smooth hiking from here on. And then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all people shall see it together. God's loving light and grace will be evident, shining brightly, an enormous beacon for all people to experience and to approach together, united. This is what God, the creator of the universe, has said, and so it will be. Amen. These words are not the words, vision, and promise of men. No. Prophet Isaiah tells us that compared to God, people are just like flowers or grass that withers and fades and is blown away. But these words of God, these promises are everlasting. They will never fade. They are indelible. Know this, the prophet says, and rejoice. 
This is good news. Get you up to a high mountain. Lift up your voice with strength. Be a herald of these good tidings. Do not fear. Say to the cities of the world, Here is your God. See, the Lord comes with mighty arms that rule. Notice how this mighty God rules. Yes, God is certainly all-powerful, and God cares for us. God feeds us like a shepherd cares for their flock. And God gathers the lambs, the little lambs, and carries them in God's bosom. God gently leads the mother sheep. What lovely images of the powerful, almighty God and the loving, nurturing God who gathers us in protecting arms, holds us close, who feeds us and gently leads us. Certainly these words of the prophet Isaiah were words of comfort for the people of Israel. They had been destroyed by the Babylonian Empire. They had been defeated, become an occupied nation, their holy temple desecrated and destroyed. They had been forced to leave everything and everyone they knew and loved. They had been exiled. So Isaiah's words for them were certainly words of hope, words of God's return, God's coming again, words that invited them to prepare a highway for the Lord, words that promised a path home for them, a path to peace and a path to restoration. God will bring justice directly to them, lifting up the low, bringing down the high, leveling that playing field, smoothing out the rough places. And then God's glory will be revealed and everyone, everyone together will see it and know. Zion and Jerusalem are called to be heralds to announce this good news to the cities of Judah and to all the cities. The mighty God is coming in power and in gentle, loving care. This ancient message of hope for Israel reverberates into our times this Advent season. Just as it was a connecting message for Mark's gospel and the suffering people of that time, so it is for us in the suffering that we face today. Richard Ward, professor of preaching, connects this thread and charges us, the church, with sharing this message of hope. He says, Advent is a time to hear again the promises spoken or sung to the community of faith and then to sit with them throughout the season. It is also a time for that community, the church, to find its own voice, to overcome objections and speak words of comfort and assurance to anyone who feels separated or abandoned by God. God will arrive. God will come in gentle power. From the prophet Isaiah to the author of Mark's gospel to John the baptizer, this wild and woolly one out in the wilderness to the first coming of that baby Jesus in Bethlehem to today, to this Advent season. We watch together and we wait and we prepare. For surely our powerfully good and loving God is coming again and again and again, and again, comfort, comfort your people. Speak tenderly to your beloveds, O God. In the wilderness of our lives, 
Help us prepare the way for your coming again in glory for all the world to see. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen.